All right, you hear the music, you know the show. You're listening to Rayella Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. What matters to me? Free agency. That's right. You 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 haven't heard about free agency? <laughs> well, uh, if you haven't, shame on you. Because free agency, of course, I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it just happened as of a few minutes ago uh, on the East Coast uh, time of uh, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, NFL players that uh, were not signed to contracts uh, had become free agents. And that simply means something different than what it meant years ago where you weren't Mm, quite free to sign where you wanted to uh, based upon certain stipulations within various contracts. There There are various forms of free agency, but there are options of which a player now has where he is totally free from any contractual obligation he has with his team prior to 4 o'clock standard, Eastern Standard Time today. Uh he is free to search and choose and sign with any team uh, that he truly uh, wants to sign with. You know, and some contracts uh, give the teams the option to to match those deals. Uh, some contracts have um, you know stipulations where you would still have to. Uh, uh, there's some compensation in the form of maybe a, a, a draft choice or two, you know, for a player. But then there are those who are just unrestricted free agents. And that's that's like that's beautiful language that any NFL player who has achieved a level of success is looking for that day where he has you know unrestricted free agency behind his name because that person gets a chance to do what everybody in America has a chance to do. I mean, professional sports is unique in terms of an industry and how they do their business. First of all, we all know that they have that thing called uh, you know. Uh, exemption from taxes. <laughs> so uh, uh, there are certain taxes that they don't pay. Um, they also, you know, have a right to decide where you will work and who you will work for. And that's just something that other than professional sports in this country, it appears to me the last time I checked was that any individual who so chooses could work provided they were qualified, could work for anybody in this United States of America. It wasn't a thing where you graduated from college. Uh, they checked out your transcript, and uh, they had a chance to draft you, and you either had to go to work for them or nobody else or sit out for a year of employment until the, previous, I mean, until the next year. Um, or perhaps maybe if you were such that you could demand that uh, you don't work for that company, you wanted to work for another company, and those two companies had to agree that you could go work for that company. I mean, this is the United States of America, and believe it or not, that's how it works. And as a matter of fact, it doesn't mean anything because, you know, you're 18 in the state of Arizona and you think that you run things. <laughs> you know, that, 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 that's an inside joke between uh, me and myself and I. Uh, but certainly young people here in the state of Arizona, once they turn 18 years old, man, they start smelling they self. They self. That's right. That's how we say they start smelling they self. And, uh, and they just, you know, hey, they take over their lives. They're in charge of their life. And in, until they find themselves in trouble, they want to run them li their lives. And then once they're in trouble and they need some help, then they want to call mom and dad. But uh, 
Was I the only one? Can I just, you know, get away from this for a second? Was I the only one out there that read the story or saw the story online where the young lady actually was trying to sue her parents because she left the house and, and was now staying with some friends, uh, but she wanted to continue to be on her own, but wanted some financial assistance from her family, uh, but she, she felt that she was an adult because she was 18 years old. But she wanted to sue them to make sure that they continued to support her financially and even pay for her to go to college. What the hell is going on? <laughs> you know, you know that to me just is, is, is very similar to this draft thing, you know, whereas, hey, you know, you got to go play for this team. They drafted you. You don't have a choice. The hell are you going to do? I mean, I, I, I hear many people many times say that it is not a right but a privilege to play professional sports. I honestly believe that that, that that statement has been made by so many people out there. I, I really wish they would go back and really stop and think about, you know, what a privilege really is. Because I, <laughs> privileged? Wow. The nerve of people to think that is, what, what's so privileged about something that you do that's so demanding? And, and, and sometimes so demoralizing de- and dehumanizing the path of which you take. If, if you ever have a chance to, I, I was this weekend, I just so happened to stop over to a, a park over in Gilbert, and there were some young men that were preparing themselves to join the Marines. And this was a public display of these young men being tested, being pushed being challenged and and some of it was some at the same time that they were at their weakest moments strength wise they were being verbally abused if you will somebody constantly hollering in their face screaming in their ears demanding that they respond to them in such a way as a yes sir it was like wow and then I thought about, hmm, that kind of looks like football, <laughs> you know. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's a strange place to work. And, and the only time you feel as if you're privileged, uh, the only time you, you feel like, you know, this is truly, wow, something that's, that you're honored is when those people are in the stands and they're screaming for you, hollering your name, yelling for you or against you. And then other times is when you pick up your paycheck. Because a privilege, what is it a privilege to get your ass under a bench press and, and, and 225 pounds and you got to push it up as many times as you possibly can. And if you don't push it up more than a couple times, you know, you, you, you know, you're one of those words that they call people that we can't call right now. I can because it's on the Internet, but I'm not going to say it. You know, what is it when you got to run until your tongue is hanging out? You're spitting up, you're throwing up, you look nasty, you stink. What's so privileged about, what's so honored about that? You know, going, you know, traveling, going, if you don't want it, you got to go. What do you mean call in sick? What the hell? You can't call in sick. We got a game today. Are you kidding me? You know, travel, you miss the plane, you get fined. You know, can you imagine if you were late for work one day at your job and they find you like $2,000? C- 
because you were late? $500 because you were late? Could you imagine those kind of things? But this is a privilege to do these types of things. Could you, could you really imagine that? Could you imagine if you got injured on the job and the job felt as if they didn't have any obligation to take care of your injuries? You know, cut your health insurance off? You know, there's, there's a lot of things that people think that are so privileged about playing sports that is not. Not, not at all. That, that's why I really want to talk a little bit today about a young man who's decided that perhaps he's going to hang it up. Mendenhall, running back for the Arizona Cardinals. I think the young man played probably six, seven years in the league and decided that he's, he, he wants to, Rashad Mendenhall, he wants to hang it up. He doesn't want to play football anymore. Now, some people out there probably think, how, how dare him quit on the Arizona Cardinals? How dare him decide he just wants to give up and quit all that money that he's making, all that money that he made? But I really, truly think that people are starting to have a different look, feel, perspective about professional sports. The way they look at professional sports is a little bit different now. The way they think about professional sports is a little bit different now. You know, what they care about is a little bit different now. Things, they're getting a chance that more information is being revealed. And so they're looking at it a little bit different now. And I'm, I'm really glad that they are because there's some people that perhaps maybe, you know, you go back and I'm, I'm going to take credit for this one because I didn't say it then. Well, I did say it then and, I, and I'm, I'm repeating it now and other people are starting to pick up on it. But do you remember the Ricky Waters back in the day? I didn't realize it was his first game for the Philadelphia Eagles he played in and there was a, the game was almost over. And, and, and they sent Ricky down the middle other field, you know, he kind of run a kind of a, you know, a go route, you know, might have been a post. But he he might have came out of the backfield. But he went down the seam and he was going to split the safeties, if you will. If it was a cover two, he's going to split the safety. If it was a single safety, he's just going to run past him. But it probably was a linebacker that was guarding him, getting away from the linebacker, put a move on him one way or the other, pull him and just head towards, you know, straight down the middle of the field. And it just so happens that the ball was, you know, kind of thrown in such a way that it wasn't right at Ricky. And it was to the point where he would have had to, you know, stretch out and expose his body to a safety that was lurking around that area. And we call it alligator arms in the National Football League. It's when you, you, you attempt to stretch your arm out out as far as you possibly can and at the last minute you think oh let me pull my arm back in a little bit because mm, I want this person to know that I'm not going to make an attempt to catch this ball because if I do make an attempt to catch this ball and I expose myself like that this person might take me out that was a business decision as, as prime time says that Ricky was making years before anybody else was making him the man was brilliant in today's society, the man was brilliant. The man said afterwards when asked about the play, he said, and I quote, for who, for what? Richard Mendenhall is starting to think about for who, for what? He was with the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I believe since he's been in the league X amount of years, he's probably already won a Super Bowl ring. I believe he's made a decent amount of money, and I think he's making these type of decisions. I'm going to assume that the young man is intelligent enough that probably he's got a little financial literacy going on, and he understands 
that this money that I've made over the years can just supplement my lifestyle and I can make some additional money. But let me take the least amount of pain and suffering physically that I need to and get out. Let me minimize the chances of, to the best of my ability at this point in my life, the chances of me ending up with the CTE and all these other things for the sake of a ring. Let me not put myself at risk any further. And so today, Ricky Waters, man, thank you. The for who, for what will ever be, it, it was a joke for a long time. But you're a brilliant man. Franco Harris, I've said it before, biggest running back, biggest dude I've ever seen in my life, run out of bounds. I commend you for that, Franco. Thank you. Making people think about something a little bit different now. It's kind of one of those things that my man Arsenio Hall, who for some reason or another just got left out of those on the late night shows, makes you want to go, hmm. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. I think I got to take a break. So I'm going to take this break and then we'll be right back. to the pros we, we cover, everything. cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports so andy serling packed his bags left the city and is enjoying his temporary digs in saratoga but that won't stop us from bringing you playing to win the best online handicapping show for serious horse players catch andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of august on location from the beautiful saratoga Racecourse. he and his guests are some of the best in the biz they bring you new insights to making money and they tell it like it is i'm three five one in this race but the three is very much the one to be we're going to completely disagree on this race i absolutely disagree Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. You may not know all their names, but you certainly know what they did. They helped make this game into what it is today. Now we can do more to help them. The NFL Alumni Association is proud to assist our retired players to help make their lives better today and tomorrow. To learn more, please visit NFLalumni.org. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. All right. You hear that music, you know the show. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. What matters to me? Free agency. Answer right there is something that is actually called free agency. I want to shout out to my man in heaven, Reggie White. 
As a matter of fact, it's so interesting because, you know, this free agency would have never happened had it not been for men like Reggie White, who, you know, obviously Reggie stood up for it. He wanted it. You know, it, you know things that when you when you're willing to fight for something that's not just for yourself, it's for other people. Those are, I think those are causes that, that are worth fighting for. That's obviously why I, you know, I have so much respect a lot of times, many times, when I see any person that is a part of our military here in the United States of America, I reach out, I thank them for the service, for, for, for their life that they put on the line for my freedom and for the freedom of many of us here in this, in this country. And a lot of times athletes, uh, you know, there's a strong connection there between athletes and the military. You know, a lot of it has to do with, I'm not talking about battle. I ain't talking about when they go into war. Ain't nothing in the world. I don't care what anybody says. This is, this is rail of sports. Unless you in the battlefield, on the battlefield, you shooting guns and you, you ain't, you know, you can't relate to what the men go through and women. No, ain't, there's no comparison. But in terms of some of the preparation that they do just to physical fitness and, you know, in terms of the weightlifting, the running, you know, all those things that they do to get themselves physically prepared. Mentally prepared, I don't know. I can't imagine. I can't imagine what anybody would try to simulate in terms of what they think it might be like in behind the enemy lines and you being held hostage. I can't imagine how they try to prepare you for that. I can't even um, imagine what it's like or what they would do to try to simulate you actually being at war. You shooting at someone, someone shooting at you. I can't imagine what, what, what a simulation of that would be like. I know that I wasn't man enough. You know, that's one thing about, I, I was talking to, and I want to give a shout out, and I'm, I'm going to get back to Reggie, but give a shout out to a couple of guys I ran into yesterday. I was up there, the NFL was having a uh, scouting combine for Long snappers. Yeah, you heard it. Long snappers. Just long snappers. <laughs> and so uh, a couple young men, I was up there, you know, uh, having a conversation with those guys up there. And it was just, you know, they do something that's just, that's, just, that's all they do. They, they just long snap. They don't do anything else. You know, and so th what they do is unique in a sense that, that my, that's all we, they don't do anything else. It's like punters and kickers. They just kick and they punt. That's all they do. You know, military people, once they're in the military and they're actively involved in the military, anybody else who says they do anything like what they you don't do anything like what they, that's unique in a sense by itself. That's something that's unique. There's different branches of the military. But, man, you, no, nothing, you know. I, they call us civilians. <laughs> They're military. We're civilians. And, and so, no, there's a, a distinct difference between that's someone who's in the military and you're a civilian. And so just a, just a shout out to those men and women, you know, as I was just, again, trying to talk about, you know, something that was related in terms of us football players trying to get ourselves prepared. I saw those people this past weekend, again, those young military guys and the Marines getting themselves ready for something unique, different than anything else we do. Uh, and, and then, uh, you know, let me get back to the Reggie White. So, so again, Reggie fought. Military people fight for our freedom. Reggie fought for the freedom to be employed by whoever you so choose to in the National Football League, provided that they want you. 
And and like my man, shout out to my man Herman Edwards too. Herm got a birthday coming up April 27th. I know because that's my birthday coming up. Uh, but Herman said something this morning about free agency on one of the big boy shows. And he said that, listen, you know, when they come to your team as free agents, First of all, what you want to do as an agent that's representing the player, you want to send your player to a team that wants him the baddest. Well, let's say they, they have the greatest desire to have your, your client on their team. And they're willing to show you because they're willing to fight for the position of seeing him first before anybody else sees him. They want him at, his place, at their place on day one. Nobody else. Don't let him go someplace else. That's how you can tell. It's like, and they, and they talked about it. It's, it's like being recruited in college. And it's so funny because I said those things back in the day when Reggie and everybody was fighting for free agents because I got a little chance to, you know, be a free agent myself. And one thing that Herman said that came true, and it was my experience, what Herman said today as a person who's been a coach, who's dealt with free agency, is that you want, first of all, if you want that player and that player wants to be on your team, you, you have to get a message to that agent that I want him at my place first. And then Herman said something that I wasn't aware of. They thought like this because I didn't know is when you get him there, don't let him leave. If you want him and you get him there, don't let him leave. Now, I'm just going to share a little story because, you know, that's one thing about what we do here at Voice America Sports is we try to bring people to the network that can have a unique perspective based upon what their level of expertise is. They've probably experienced some things that can give you kind of a, you know, a, you know peel the onion back a little bit and let you see what's going on down there, you know. Just let you inside, okay. So I'm going to let you inside a free agency experience that I had. And the fact of the matter, what Herman said is so true. If you want him, once he gets to your place, don't let him go. Don't let him go. Herman talked about having Ty Law there. The man came, didn't even have a change of clothes. That's okay. We'll take care of you. We'll get you some clothes. Put you in the room a couple extra days. We'll handle you. We'll let you handle your business. We'll handle our business. Don't worry about it. You only brought one set of clothes. That's like we got all kind of sweats. You know, we'll take care of you. I remember true story. I went to Indianapolis. Shout out to Coach Hill, George Hill, linebacker coach from The Ohio State University, coached many years in the National Football League, was at Indianapolis. Coach Hill coach told Indianapolis coach that if you're looking for a good, strong safety, I know there's one out there. He was playing with me in, at Ohio State, The Ohio State University, played with me up there in Philadelphia and the Eagles, and Buddy Ryan. Shout out to Buddy. He's still here. I ain't going to hate. It worked out for me. And Norman Brayman, owner former owner of the Philadelphia Eagles, um, they decided to let me go. So I'm a free agent. I'm doing the free agent thing. And when I go to Indianapolis, for whatever reason, the Indianapolis coach was smart enough. They, they wanted me to sign. They even went as far as saying, well, you know, we're willing to do this. We're willing, number 24 has been retired. We're willing to take that number down and let you wear that number. And I was like, oh, okay, I the number really didn't mean that much to me, but if that's if you feel that that's good, okay. But I came here for Herman said it's about the money. I came here for some money, and all I needed was another twenty five thousand dollars. I wasn't asking for a whole lot, just you know twenty five extra thousand, because somewhere throughout the contract process there was twenty five thousand dollars 
that I was going to lose as a result of the Philadelphia Eagles letting me go at a certain period of time. And so I had to make sure, okay, I'm at least, I got to get that back. I'm going to get my salary and that $25,000 that I I missed too. So I was trying to get that $25,000 back into the contract. And and the Indianapolis Colts was willing to pull down the jersey that had been retired and let me wear it. But they weren't willing to give me this $25,000. So what do they do? They take me into this little room and they lock me, they lock the door. I mean, they lock the door, lock me in this room. I couldn't get out the room. And they wanted me to think about it. Well, I thought about it for a while. But I wanted the twenty. when I came back, they still didn't have the $25,000 on the table, so I wasn't much for me to think about anymore. So what did I do? Me and Coach Hill went to dinner that night. He was pretty, pretty pissed off. And uh, so what did I do? I left the place. What did Herman Edwards say? Don't let them leave the place. <laughs> if, they, if you want them, if this is the player you want, Sign him. Don't let him leave the place. Don't let him leave the building. Ray Ellis has left the building. I left the building. I went on to Miami. I'm in a hotel in Miami. I'm, you know, waiting. I I happen to get a call from the Cleveland Browns while I'm at Miami. Now, when I go to Miami, of course, John Shula wants to, Don Shula says to me, well, Ray, why didn't you do the deal in Indianapolis that they offered it to you? And I just told him, honestly, coach, you know what? I just felt like there was a, something else that was out there for me. I felt like I could get a better I felt like I was good enough that the extra that I was looking for, maybe I could get. Now, lo and behold, I think Don might have taken exception to that. The fact that somebody offered him a contract, a player, a contract, and how dare you? Somebody offer you a contract in the National Football League and you say no? And in the eyes of one of the greatest coaches that have ever coached in the National Football League, you know, I just told him, Coach, I just thought that, you know, and from my perspective, I feel I'm good enough, I'm deserving of that money, and, I, and I'll get that money from someplace. Well, you know, uh, Don Schiller said, well, if it were my son, if you were my son, and any team in the National Football League offered you a contract, I would tell you to take it. I don't think I said it this way, but I'm not your son, Don. I admire you and I appreciate it, but I didn't take it. And I also didn't tell him that if you know or not, last night when you were thinking about asking me this question about why I didn't take this money, the Cleveland Browns were on the telephone and we were negotiating on the phone. So if you don't offer the right kind of money here pretty soon yourself, I think I'm going to say adios to you and and I'm going to go on to Cleveland. Well, lo and behold, I guess he won and I won. It was kind of like both of us won because he didn't offer and I didn't have to turn down. But I did what... Herman said, don't do, don't let him out the building. I've been let out the building twice. I went to Cleveland. Sure enough, when I got to Cleveland, now I don't know, it might be something about Cleveland, <laughs> but Cleveland didn't let me out the building. Don't let him out the building. That, the word must have got around by then. They must, Herman Edwards might have been talking to them by then, letting them know, if you want him, don't let him out the building. And they didn't let me out the building. Did not let me out the building until it was time. It was time for me to go. When it was time for me to go, I had my money. They had their player. And we did pretty damn good, too. It was a win-win for both of us. But when it comes to that free agency, when you have a chance to go wherever you can, whenever you can, go. Check it out. Be like a high school player all over again. Show me the money. 
that's what they do. All right, I think I got to take another break. I'm having a lot of fun with this. You're looking, you're listening to Rayella Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. I'm gonna take a break, and we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Form. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Form or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. You may not know all their names, but you certainly know what they did. They helped make this game into what it is today. Now we can do more to help them. The NFL Alumni Association is proud to assist our retired players to help make their lives better today and tomorrow. To learn more, please visit NFLalumni.org. Hi, I'm Ed Krell, CEO of Destination Maternity. We proudly support the March of Dimes work to reduce the rate of premature birth. The numbers have gone down in the past five years, but still, nearly half a million babies are born too soon in the United States each year. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and community programs to help more moms have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit MarchofDimes.com. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. All right, you hear the music, you know the show. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters, and uh, we've talked about a couple things that matter to me already. Free agency, of course, matters to me, and glad that these young men have an opportunity today to, to make some decisions about their life. After all, it is their life. Uh, you only get one, uh, at least here on this earth. Uh, that's what I believe. Mm, I don't want to come back here. I want to go to heaven. So, uh, you know, I don't want to return here in no other form or fashion. Heaven's much better, I've been told. Got a few connections up there. Shout out, Ma. So, uh, I think I'll just, you know, enjoy the time while I'm here. But uh, let's talk a little bit more about the free agency. Uh, 
and those players having the right and the freedom to do that. Uh, but also before we talk about that, well, I mean, before after I talked about that, I also talked a little bit about, for those, a little recap, uh, Mendenhall uh, decided to hang it up. Uh, and then I talked about the free agency experience, what it's, what it's like, what it's about. Uh, for those of you uh, who, who really don't know, there was something else what I realized when I was, again, yesterday at Campo Verde High School. Shout out to the Campo Verde High School. Uh, uh, there's an assistant coach for Campo Verde out there. His first name is Mike. I forget Mike's last name. Forgive me. I've been hitting my head too many times. But Mike and I have a similar background. He, too, is a Canton McKinley Bulldog from Canton, Ohio. Played for the McKinley Bulldogs. And went on to Kent State University, and Mike was assisting the NFL guys yesterday when they were out doing their um, free agency uh, combine, if you will, uh, for long snappers. And so I want to give a shout-out for that. But, you know, what's really interesting about the free agency aspect, and I shared that story with you about my experience as a free agency and free agency and as a free agent and not doing free agency, let me say that different. I was a free agent. I wasn't a part of free agency. Ooh, there's a difference there. Okay. Free agency is a period of time throughout an NFL, hmm, how should I say, employment experience. Within a 12-month period of time, there is a period of time where athletes who have contractual obligations are released from them and they become what you call free agents. All of those who who their contract stipulates that their obligations have been met and they have no further obligations are free to choose and to explore options of playing for other teams. Those other teams are also free and have the opportunity to go out without any further obligations to the team that the player once played for and make an offer to them. That person has the right to choose which it doesn't have to be the team that gives him the most money. It could be he gets a chance to play in his home state or his hometown. But if that person is an unrestricted free agent, then any team has the rights to sign that particular player. Yesterday, there was a combine for free agents that have been long snappers on a team. They've been on a team either as a, as a, as a player or they tried out on that team, didn't make it, but that for a period of time, they, well, you know, I guess if you're on the team and you're not released, you're not cut, you're, you're a player. So, but sometimes guys who just go to training camp and, and don't actually make a, um, a team roster during the regular season, some people don't view them as players. I view them as players. And, and, and the National Football League views them as players too because that's why they're considered free agents because once you're signed to a team, you're a member of that team. Once you're released and you're no longer on that team, but you still would like to play professional football, you're considered a free agent. Okay? So there was, again, a tryout yesterday, a combine yesterday for, for these free agents. And, you know, that's an experience in itself. You know, as, just as I walked you through my experience of being a free agent during the season, you're a free agent now during the off season. 
And there is a combine specifically just for long snappers. Now, here's what I want you to understand. That there is a profession out here in sports that's called long snappers. And here's what you do. You snap the ball a pretty long way. You don't just, you know, push it up between your legs and some man got his hand between your legs. Ah, no. That's when a quarterback's under center. This is, again, this is, this is some education here. There's some people out there that don't understand this. They're not, they're not just women. There's some men out there that don't understand. Long snappers are the guys that snaps it when it's a field goal and also when it's a punt. Those guys are long snappers. They get down there. They put their head between their, you know, look back between their legs, and they snap the ball. Now, guess what? They, they're even protected now. It used to be, man, we used to unload on them cats. Can't do that anymore. They're protected. It used to be in, in college, the long snapper could also run down the field and make a tackle on the punt returner. But now in, in pros, you have to wait until the ball's kicked before you can go. But you're protected. You're almost protected like a quarterback. Now, you're a long snapper, and you don't do anything except long snap. The minimum salary in the National Football League is $450,000, I believe. If I'm wrong, somebody please give me a call at 888-346-9144 and tell me, Ray, you're wrong. It's $475,000. It is not below $400,000. Now, I want you to hear what I said. There is a position in the National Football League that's called long snappers. There's probably one, maybe two. There's one on the team that is a long snapper, and he doesn't do anything else. That's right. He doesn't do anything else except long snap. He doesn't practice doing anything else except long snaps. That's it. He's not practicing. He's not hitting any dummies. He ain't hitting any players. He ain't throwing any footballs. He ain't running any sprints. Well, he might run a couple sprints. He might. He, you know, lifting weights. Nah, he might lift some weights. But what I'm saying to you, there's a position. There's probably, and you know, it bet, and if you're scoring some points, let's say you're scoring, let's, okay, let's, you know, you're really scoring some points. So you, you're scoring above, let's say you're scoring 24 points. You're scoring three touchdowns. Three times seven is 21 points. That, you know, hey, they're trying to keep you under 17. So let's say it's three touchdowns. So after each touchdown, there is an extra point. So you're coming in for an extra point, and so you're snapping three times. Okay, you're a long snapper. We're walking you through this experience three times. Okay, and now let me see. Also, you're punting the ball. So if you're scoring three times, you know, maybe once in the first half and twice in the second half, you know, so, you know, that's one, you know, one and a half per half. Okay, so, but you're punting a few times. So with the long snap for the extra points, that's three times. And let's say you put through an entire game, you guys punt the ball, I'm going to say four times. Let's say five times. Okay, so you got, you know, you got three, you got five. Okay, you punted five punts, long, extra points, you know, three, eight times. Extra points, okay, and punts. 
you know, no, no field goal attempts. Yeah, you know, let, let's say you did, let's say there was a field goal attempt and you missed it. So let's say I had one. Hey, that's nine plays. That's nine plays in a game. And you're making $450,000 a year. So if it's nine and it's 10 games, that's 90 plays. That's just, let's say it's 20 games, including special teams, and all, I mean, preseason, all that. 20 games. Okay, so 90 and another nine, 180, 180 plays a year, and you're making $450,000. I'm telling you right now, I need to be, I, I think I need to get about three sons and line them up and just train them to be long snappers. We're missing something here. There is a position called long snappers. And, you know, the, the beauty of that is when you are a long snapper, you do run down. Now, there's a chance you could get hit because somebody could run down. They're they blocking you. You might get hit. But there's a chance you might not even get hit in the game. You really might not even get hit in the game. You're getting paid $450,000. Now, God forbid if you're playing, you know, on Monday Night Football, and, and I think you're a punter, and I think it was, was it the Steelers punter? or This game was in Pittsburgh for sure. Somebody ran down the field, did not have their head on the swivel. Ooh, got the jaw broken, everything else. Can't be that. Can't be that kind of punter or long snapper that you're running down the field when your head is not on the swivel because there's some damages to be paid. But I just want to explain another experience, another insightful experience that people probably don't know about. There is a position called long snapper. In the National Football League, you don't practice anything except long snaps. You don't tackle. You don't get hit. You don't do any of that once you're in the pros. Now, I'm coming up in high school and college, it might be a little bit different. But you get paid $450,000 to do that. Think about it. Next time you think about what you want to play in football, think about the position of long snapping. Go to a couple camps. Get real good at it. And you might make $450,000 a year. And you might only play less than 200 plays a game. I mean, a year. And wow. <laughs> that make a whole lot. I got to do it all over again. I may have to try to sign up and see if I can come back again. If I come back again to this earth, I might try to be a long snapper. I tell you what, I'm going to take a break. We got one last segment. That's two experiences I've given you, free agency and a long snapper. I'm going to give you another one when we come back after this break. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. I'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. 
spies are especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. You may not know all their names, but you certainly know what they did. They helped make this game into what it is today. Now we can do more to help them. The NFL Alumni Association is proud to assist our retired players to help make their lives better today and tomorrow. To learn more, please visit NFLalumni.org. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're the music, you know the show. You're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Uh, there's a couple things I want to talk about before we end this show. I, I, I was really happy to, you know, uh, share a little bit of insight with you guys about free agency. Uh, always happy to give some insightful uh, perspective on something that I look back upon and it means something different now than what it did then. It's all one of those things like everybody says that old cliche. I wish I knew. What I know now, back then, I would have done some things differently. That's why I gave the big shout out to Franco Harris and to Ricky Waters because those were men who were ahead of their time. They knew then what we know now, and that is ain't no reason to take all those hits. If you don't have to take them, don't take them for who, for what. Great line. Never be forgotten. And I respect it and I honor it. Um, On the whole free agency thing, you know, again, you know, these young men have a chance. will never have another chance in your life. I don't care what anybody says. Don't listen. Let me say this to you. A championship ring means a lot in your life. It means a lot. They're hard to come by. You only get a chance. You only get that chance in the moment. When that moment is there, you have to seize that moment. And that moment is Peyton Manning just had a chance to get a Super Bowl ring. It is hard as hell for him to get back to that. In his career, he's only been there twice. Uh, I take that back. He's been there uh, three times. He's, he's won it. He's lost it. He's won it once. He's lost it twice. And so what, what I'm going to say to those young men out there is when you get those rings, those rings mean a lot to you. They're, they are what we call something is a differentiator between you and him or you and me, if you will, to be quite honest. But there are other things that become equalizers and it's your personal experience and the level of, you know, your performance, which gives you a chance. OK, now you can sit up a little higher in your seat as opposed to sitting down a little lower. But another thing is, you know. When you were there. And it's your turn, and it's your time to get your money. Don't worry about no damn ring if you haven't got your money. 
If you've got your money, that's different. Where you are emotionally, how your family is set up, that is something that's completely different. And I will tell you this, shout out to Bernie Madoff, who I think is still in jail, who ripped off some of the, you know, most, I think there were, there's some pretty smart people. Maybe they weren't, maybe they weren't the smartest people in the world, but there were some pretty well accomplished People and most of the time, people that are well accomplished, they earn their living, so they have a sense, a, a level of intelligence that we respect and we acknowledge. And Bernie was, you know, kind of glib and able to sweet talk them, you know, make everything sound, you know, and laugh and then got their money from them, made them lose some of their money. But some of those people could still recover. The majority of the time when you play in the National Football League, you get a chance to earn the type of living that is very seldom that you'll have that same earning capacity at any other time. I mean, right now, I think anybody who's played in the National Football League and they're a seven-year veteran, if you want them on your team, I think you got to pay them a minimum of like $800,000 for, for every year that they play. So if somebody's a seven-year veteran and they get $800,000 per year, so that's eight times, that's $5.6 million you would have to sign that would, you'd have to uh, guarantee to pay a player if he's got seven years in the National Football League and he is a free agent, okay? That's one year, $5.6 million. I don't think that a person coming out of one profession transitioning to another profession is going to get an offer at the level of $5.6 million, you know, I doubt that if, if, if a person coming out of professional football, you know, because that's the industry we're talking about, going into something other than professional football, that, you know, he, he's going to come into an environment that is willing to pay him, you know, as, you know, a first-year employee, you know, a half a million dollars. That, that's not reality. So we want to be smart about this. So what I'm saying to you is get your money. Don't feel bad about anything or anybody. Get your money. Take care of your family. While you're playing ball, you want to try to win a championship. Every single play of every single game, you play championship football. But when the football is over and it's contract negotiation, get your money. Because you don't think about your money when you're playing football. You think about championships. That's what you're trying to get. When somebody's running down the field. Now, I will say this. I did chase somebody one time, and I was thinking he had my money. <laughs> because if they win and you don't win, then they get more money than you get. So he's running with your money. So sometimes you do think about your money when you know if you don't win this game, you don't get that money. You know, it's like that. You saw how many of you saw that movie? Lawrence Taylor was in a movie, and Lawrence Taylor did some crazy things in this movie, and then he smiled and said, "But I got my money." <laughs> you know, so sometimes when you're trying to get the money, it ain't when you're trying to lose the money. When you're trying to get the money, it's okay to be incentivized. After all, I mean, think about what we do in life. This is another thing where I don't understand why people want to look at athletes as being different than other human beings. Don't we shoot for bonuses? Don't we, aren't we incentivized on our job by more money? Which means our family lives could be, have greater experiences with, with, with just culturally, period. And, and that costs something. There's a price to be paid in order to, you know, to benefit and to experience those luxuries of life. And you do that because your earning capacity is such that you perform so well that you get, you're going to get a bonus. And now you got this great family vacation you can go on. You can go to Europe. You can go to Africa. You can go wherever you want to go. 
You know, so so don't penalize people for saying they're worried about money. Hell, we all worried about money. That's what you're supposed to do. But free agents get your money. Get to just just go ahead and get your money. That the National Football League, the the the, the salaries this year, I think they got an increase in terms of salary cap of about 130 something million dollars. Get your money. Don't let anybody think about it. Don't worry about it. Just go ahead and get your money. Now, be, before we go, there, there is, you know, I, I talked to you about a couple things. Uh, and I, I, there's one other thing I want to talk about because there's a couple things that are going on right now, you know, with free agency. And, you know, it's kind of near and dear to my heart. Two things. Michael Vig may be leaving the city of brotherly love. You know, the only thing I would could say I would say about that is, you know, it's important to have a backup quarterback. It may be expensive to have Michael Vick as your backup quarterback in Philadelphia because for those people in Philadelphia, he's got some baggage, and, and plus he's going to cost them some money. Somebody else might appreciate Mike someplace else, but I think for the city of Philadelphia, it's good for Mike and his family to be there because he, he did bring a level of excitement to that team. He won some games. They had some success. But I don't think, you know, him on that football team is going to work. But somebody's going to pick Michael Vick up, and Michael Vick is going to win some games. Also, when I look at the Cleveland Browns, it looks like the Cleveland Browns, again, they're a little unsure about what they want to do and what they need to do. But there's two football players out there. They're thinking about signing. They may be signed by now. But Dante Whitner and Carlos Dansby will make that defense better. Because I'll tell you what, I, I would take Car- Carlos Dansby, and, I, you know, and again, forgive me. Some people may say he's no Ray Lewis, but he makes plays like Ray Lewis. He may be Ray Lewis Jr. Jr., but, but, but Carlos, he, he energizes the defense. And, and first of all, too, this has got to be a very intelligent football player, too. This man has been on about two or three different teams with the Cardinals, then went to the Dolphins, then came back to the Cardinals, and they had different people coaching. This young man, and, and he is never, is he the Achilles heel? He's always, he, I mean, he is the bloodline of those defenses. He gets those people in the right places. He makes the right calls. And the man just hustles all the time. You may, may make a mistake, but you make a mistake going full speed. That's how he makes his mistakes if he makes them. Now, Dante Whitner, you know, Dante old school. He might cost Cleveland Browns a couple football games we come in there, but he's going to put fear in somebody's heart. And that's one thing about that's a Buckeye coming in there. So I think that that would energize a city if you bought a Buckeye back there with some winning tradition coming from the San Francisco 49ers. They've been winning some football games. This man is not used to losing. And, 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 and him and Carlos Dansby, now we still got to work on the offense. Now, I, now listen, if the Browns, and again, Johnny Football's not the answer. He's not my answer. But if they just trying to sell tickets and they bought Dante Whitner, Carlos Dansby and Johnny Football. Okay, we're going to have them dog pound days now. They might be crazy. They might lose their mind again. There might be a lot of barking going in there. Man, are you serious? Look out for the Cleveland Browns. They got some draft choices too. Now, listen, Joe Banner, that man knows what he's doing with that salary cap. Give him some money. He know how to spend it. And he can bring some talent in there. So let's keep a close eye. I, if you would have asked me two months ago, I wouldn't have a thing to say about the Cleveland Browns. You asked me two minutes ago, and man, I've done a whole lot of research, and I'm starting to think a little bit different. A couple players can make a difference if you got the right players in that dog pound.
All right, listen, I just got a little excited. Now, we start talking about the Cleveland Browns and the Philadelphia Eagles, and I just might lose my mind up in here. But I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep things, you know, I'm going to lower it a little bit. I'm remain, you know, here and do things culturally correct. I'm going to be politically correct. And I'm going to have to end the show because it's almost that time. But I listen, I've had a great time. You've been listening to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network. I want to thank my friends out there again. You know, Mike. Mike is the man. He's a bulldog. He was helping those guys out there get ready to play in the National Football League. Long snappers. If you got a son, you got somebody coming up, long snapping, punting, kicking, those are the positions to play. Don't be a wide receiver. Don't be a running back. Don't be a linebacker. Don't be a tight end. Don't be a quarterback. Make your money. <laughs> Make your money. Long snapping. I think I got to go. You've been listening to Rails on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Thank you for spending this hour with Ray Ellis Sports. We hope that you've enjoyed today's conversation. For more information and to write Ray, visit RayEllisSports.com. That's RayEllisSports.com. Be sure to join us again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.